You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and I hope wherever you are in the world and whatever you're doing, you are doing very well. You're about to listen to a conversation with Alyssa White-Gluz. She is the front woman for Arch Enemy, or is it Arch Enemy? Either way, you know who I'm talking about. The reason for the conversation was to promote the band's appearance at the Download Festival, which was due to occur in March of 2018. Let's have a listen to what Alyssa has to say. Here we go. Alisa, welcome to the show. You certainly have some keen fans down here in Australia looking forward to the show that you'll put on in March next year. What can you tell us about the show that you're bringing down to Australia? Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, it's going to be only my second time ever in Australia, and I've seen a huge buzz and a huge demand for Australia, um, for, for our enemy to come to Australia. So I'm excited to get there. Um, of course, we have Download Festival, which is the main um, festival bringing us down there, and then we took that opportunity to book as many shows as we could around that time. And so um, we're going to be playing lots of stuff off of World to Power, a lot of stuff off of War Eternal, but also a good amount of the old classics as well. And, uh, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm just excited to get there and, and meet everyone and just have a good time. Yeah, wicked. And you did come down with Camelot in 2013. So what was unique about Australian audiences? Yeah, that, that was, yeah, in 2017, that's right. Um, that was actually right after I got the the phone call to join our enemy actually. So, okay, cool. So that was an exciting time. But, um, yeah, I just remember having a really good time at the shows, lots of people singing along, um, really welcoming, warm fans, obviously very passionate about metal and, and about music in general, and just very friendly, you know, just like smiling, warm, cool, very friendly welcome. Yeah. Yeah. So... You're, of course, you're in Arc Enemy these days, and it's something of Arc Enemy is something of a collective of the finest musicians in heavy metal, with members of Carcass, Nevermore, In Flames, Merciful Fate. Fate. Seriously, I could go on, but of course, you were you were in the excellent band, The Agonist. Um, there simply isn't a weak link with you guys, and I do feel that since you've come on board, the band's profile has been raised somewhat. So that's absolutely nothing against Angela, who's an extraordinary and uh, a game-changing vocalist. But I do feel as though you bring an edge to the band that they probably needed that allows them to cut through so much of the noise that's on the internet to attract new fans. So my, my question is... Thank you. Yeah, well, it's praise thoroughly deserved. So what's it like going to work with these guys compared to the musicians that you've performed with in the past? Uh, you, you said it. I mean, I'm surrounded by world-class musicians and... I have a business manager who is herself a world-class musician, which is Angela, of course. Mm. Um, so it's really, I mean, I'm, I'm humbled by it, and I'm also very excited by it because I just know that what we're going to create is just, for me anyways, and obviously for millions of people around the world, it's just very good quality music. And um, I think one of the most important things to the longevity of a band is that the members enjoy what they're doing. And we all really do. You know, we all love music, and specifically, we all love Arch Enemy. And so, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. I think, you know, even still, even after hundreds and hundreds of shows, I'll be playing, and then I'll walk past, you know, Charlie and be like, holy <laughs> fuck, that's Charlie D'Angelo. Or, you know, I'll turn around and be like, oh, my God, there's Daniel Erlandson on drums. And, oh, my God, that's Jeff Will. You know, like, I'm... 
it's yeah. exciting, you know, and um, and they're my peers, of course, but I also really respect them as, as people and as musicians, and I think that, um, I think that that is a big part of why Arch Enemy is, um, has been able to maintain popularity for so long, and, and maybe the reason why it um, seems to be gaining some momentum now, um, you know, we just have a profound love and respect for music and, and good metal music, and that's what we want to do. Yeah, sweet. I'm so glad you mentioned Charlie, actually, because I'm also a bass player, and I've been wanting to ask somebody a question about him for about 20-odd years or so. And I've never really, okay. <laughs> I've done many op- many interviews in my life, but I've never had the opportunity to ask somebody about what's it like working with Charlie, because I think he's one of the greatest bass players in rock and heavy metal. He's great. I mean, he's, he's like a statuesque performer. Um, you know, just his stage presence alone is just super huge. Um, and not only because he's insanely tall, you know, he just has this great stage presence. He makes his bass look tiny. Um, but he's also a great bass player, um, a lot of fun to jam with, a really nice person, um, really fun to have on tour, just a genuinely good person. Um, you know, I call him Professor Lee, which maybe some people have seen online, just because he's really intelligent and actually very sophisticated, and it's easy to have a, an in-depth, intelligent conversation with him, and he knows about so much. Um, and he just retains information so well. Um, mm. You know, you can name, I, I'm sure, I'm sure that when we get to Australia, he'll be, okay, so the last time we played here, it was about 40 degrees outside, and it was in late 2009, and we had actually played the show with, and he, he'll just, re, he'll tell you everything about that day from the time you went on stage to what you ate, and he just retains all this information, and it's just a wealth of knowledge, and Sometimes we call him Charlopedia also just because he's like an encyclopedia of knowledge. So, yeah, he's fantastic, great bass player, great musician. Um, he's actually the one who's in charge of writing our set list. So he has a really mm. good sort of um, grasp on, you know, the structuring of the set list, what could work well, which what order the song should be in. And so he's sort of the brain behind that. Um, and, yeah, it's great to be in a band with him. Yeah, sweet. No, look, thanks for answering the question, actually, because I have read that he has something of a photographic memory, so you've just you've just confirmed that effectively, yeah. And he's been in so many yeah, different bands over the years, it. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk Very about... Very interesting thing. Yeah. yeah, sweet, yeah. Hey, let's let's talk about the album Will to Power, because, of course, it's the follow-up to your first recording with the band um, War Eternal. Was it easier for you to create and record Will to Power, given that you'd been in the band for a few years? Yeah, I've been asked this question a few times. Um, I actually, it felt the same to me. Um, Whether or not, whether for good or bad, um, I felt very comfortable recording War Eternal even. Uh, Even though that was my first album with the band, I felt very comfortable. So when it came time to do Wolf of Power, I was just excited to do it again. Um, And it it went by kind of the same way. It was pretty much the same process. And... Um, obviously different songs, but it was kind of the same process, you know, um, mm. and, uh, we recorded, we recorded everything in Sweden and that was the same, uh, same, same engineer. So, yeah, I don't know. I felt, um, I, I just felt very welcome in this band right from the beginning, from the fans, from the band themselves. Um, 
and uh, and musically it just it just worked for me. So yep. um, Will to Power was just uh, you know like all right, let's do it again. Yeah, no, we could look. It's a tremendous record, by the way. Um, I. My own take on it is I can actually, I, because I, I listen to The Agonist, I can actually hear more of an identifiable stamp from your good self through the new album than on the previous one. Yeah, I think um, I think a lot of people, I mean, the majority, let's face it, the majority of the world has no idea that I have any albums prior to War Eternal, and that's totally mm. fine. Um, but I think that some people, I mean, are surprised by my vocal performance on Wealth of Power, even to the point that I have like a lot of people that don't believe that I'm singing on Reason to Believe. So, really? so they're like, okay. did you have Doro coming for a guest appearance? I'm like, no, that's me. Um, you know, people are like, who's singing? Is it a guest? Is it is it Lizzie Hale? Is it Doro? And I'm like, <laughs> well, that's a huge compliment, but it's me. Yeah. Um, and even still, you know, we do these meet and greets and people will come up to me and be like, is it really you? I'm like yes, it's me. So, um, yeah. so that you know, it, that's interesting to me. Um, <clears throat> I didn't necessarily go out of my way to um, you know make my mark or anything like that. But I think um, you know by that point we had played hundreds and hundreds of shows together and knew each other personally a lot better yeah. um, and musically as well. And so maybe there was just. Um, a little bit more room for me to do so, um, but it wasn't like a conscious thing. Yeah, okay, great response. Yeah, yeah. So, look, I hope you don't mind me asking you a question, or oh, it's not really a question so much as uh, a statement wrapped in a question, actually. So, you've certainly covered your split with the agonist in the media, so I won't talk about that, but you must feel as though there's a sense of destiny about how you came to front Arc Enemy. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's actually been super organic and smooth since I joined the band, like very kind of accepting and like not a lot of, I mean, obviously there was pressure, but there wasn't a lot of like nervousness actually, you know? Yeah, um, yeah I get it totally. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, like a healthy amount of concern, but somehow it felt very normal, like right from the beginning. Um, and I guess that's probably because I was already, you know, friends with Angela um, and because she sort of hand-selected me, I guess. Um, and maybe because I was just so familiar with Arch Enemy's body of work anyways. Um, but yeah, it just, it felt normal. It felt right. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I never had any, like, ambitions of, joining any band you know in my head it was just i i'm working i i'm building a band from the ground up let's see how far we can take it we're gonna do this like you know like everyone um i never had any thought in my mind of being in any other band of course i'm always happy to do guest appearances like with camelot or delaying or whatever but like i never thought like oh uh, one day i'm gonna join arch enemy but uh, lo and behold, it happened, and um, it feels right, actually. Like, finally, finally, after, you know, more than a decade of really struggling, it finally feels right. So, um, yeah, yeah I, have, I have a lot to be grateful for, for sure. Hmm. Well, I think Angela was very smart to bring you on board, I must say, because your image is one of the most identifiable in heavy metal, as far as I'm concerned, and it's almost a brand at this point. So the other great thing about you is I understand you've got a solo album in the works. So can you tell us about that? Yeah. Um, well, 
again, thank you for the kind words. And uh, I agree, Angela is a very intelligent person and a very intelligent manager. And so she, of course, does things that she thinks will benefit the band. Um, and I think she was right in this case as well. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I, I actually got sick on the last day of tour, so I'm super sick right now, which I'm sure you can hear in my voice. But I have my tea and my water and doing my best to be able to keep talking. But um, no, well, thank, Thanks for taking the interview. Yeah. I appreciate it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Just if you hear if you hear me coughing or like my voice shaking, it's, I'm not like crying or anything. It's just I'm super sick. But um, but yeah, so um, I do have a solo album and that is also managed by Angela. And that's basically just, I mean, she knew how sort of heartbroken I was when like my time with my previous band was taken away from me. You know, like mm. she knew. I mean, there was a lot of people in the industry that know that were, you know, present while that was happening and, and know exactly how painful that was for me. And so I think she she basically was like, well, just do it on your own, you know? And so I'm like, yeah. I didn't even think about that for years. And then last year she was like, well, why don't you do that? Um, because I, I, I it didn't occur to me that, like, well, I can still make music however I want. It's just, I'll just do it on my own, you know? And... Um, and so that's what it is, just basically a project for me to express anything that I want, whether it is something that I already express in Arch Enemy or something that I don't express in Arch Enemy, um, just a way, just sort of another creative outlet. Um, it's probably going to be quite a bit more abstract and um, a lot more clean singing than Arch Enemy, but just a way for me to kind of, um, I guess, you know, just, yeah, uh, uh, unveil or uh, release like another side that um, maybe has I, I didn't have an outlet for for the last couple of years. You know, yeah. so now I'll have an outlet for it again. Yeah, yeah no, that makes complete sense. Yeah. All right, look, I better wrap things up. But look, one final request: I'd love it if you could give me a signature for my radio show. Sure. Yeah. So um, I host. Uh, my name's Andrew Mackay Smith, and I host Scars and Guitars on Four Triple Z. So if you could give me something around that, that'd be wonderful. Okay, so basically you're listening to Scars and Guitars on 4 triple Z. That's it, spot on. Yep, exactly. Okay, all right, so you're, you're recording? Yep, recording. Go for it. <laughs> right. Hey, this is Elisa White Gloves from Arch Enemy, and you are listening to Scars and Guitars on 4 triple Z. That was awesome. You are fantastic. You you have, I mean, you, you've got a, had a wonderful career to date, but it's I just feel like it's all ahead of you. You know that. Um, I think you'll be around for a long time. Yep. I hope so. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) All right. All the very best, and Thank you. You are listening to Scars and Guitars, the podcast series. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that was my conversation with Alyssa White-Gloves, the front woman of Arch Enemy. Thank you so much for listening.